0: happy
1: thanksgiving
0: mr squeezer happy thanksgiving mr rk buddy we are in the Thanksgiving window, Is in it's tomorrow.
1: Uh, I mean, technically, yeah, but it, we're kind of like past it. Because <laughs> it's like the end of November. It's supposed to be like this. It should be the second last
0: Thursday. But there's only three Not Thursdays, the, how, right?
1: Is that how it Is work? that how it worked out? I'm all confused why Hold it, on. we're like, it's basically December.
0: I think that's how it worked out last year, too. Was it really? Is it the second I last Thursday? Is that, is, it, it, is, is that how it's supposed to be? Is no, that how it's
1: supposed to be? No. I it's the last Thursday.
0: Yeah. Or is it supposed to be the fourth Thursday? Is that it? Thanksgiving. We'll do research. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see.
1: When's, when is that? November? Yeah, November. Oh, Thanksgiving was the second last Thursday, but it's also the fourth. I'm going to say it's the fourth Thursday of
0: November. Fourth Thursday in November. Second Monday in October in Canada. First Thursday in November in Liberia. Last Wednesday in November in Norfolk Island. And it's the fourth Thursday in November in the United States.
1: Woohoo! Look at that. I guessed right.
0: Next year it is two days it's the twenty sixth. I don't know. Why everyone's saying like there's a thing this year early Christmas. Uh I mean we decorate for Christmas just because of my schedule. Yeah. But, it looks a, nice. Thank you. I like it. Uh, and plus, nice it, it was like sixty degrees the last two days. Uh so I was like it's perfect to decorate for Christmas.
1: Yeah. It's great. It's great to live in the uh northeast of the united states and thanksgiving because everywhere else including like it's you're going to get like two feet of snow in la and
0: it's going to be like balmy here so uh, yeah everyone is saying thanksgiving is so late this this year but i don't know for some reason i felt like it was the same exact weekend last year uh it might have been
1: and but it still feels late i guess uh let's see last year hmm.
0: oh it was the 22nd last year you're right yeah Guess, yeah, it is like I didn't guess that. I looked I looked it up. oh, cause November first was a Thursday, yeah, yeah, and that's ah, that's why it's so late. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I got like one day and it'll like push it back an entire. So yeah, this is about the same week, everyone usually. Decorates for Christmas. So.
1: I wonder... And this is me spitballing here. Because, uh, believe it or not, I'm not an economist. Does that affect the economy as far
0: as the Christmas shopping season? I don't know. Last... In now, two, granted, in we, 2000, just, we just went through... What? In 2017, it was the 23rd. So, yeah, it is. It is late. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But, like, I granted, we just, like actually like worked ahead because we don't have a choice now because there's no such thing as spontaneity anymore um uh, you will die um so uh with toddlers so like a lot of christmas shopping is (laughs) already done so we're ahead of the game but when most people consider like you know thanksgiving and black friday the beginning of the christmas shopping season and i know no one gives a fuck anymore because of the internet yeah but still it's still like as far as, like, the 6 o'clock news goes and their little, like, fluff story, it still is. So, technically, it still is. Um, the la- That's, like, a whole week less than you normally have. I guess. The and maybe la- even less more because well, they say Christmas is I th- early. Th- I don't know. I didn't look that far ahead. I think you're digging
0: too far into it.
1: It's still in December. I'm tri- I'm like I said I'm
0: spitballing. I'm Christmas doing Christmas can't what be early. It's always the 25th. reporter would do and it's
1: make shit up.
0: <laughs> Christmas it can't be early. It's always the 25th.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's yeah, it's the 25th, but it is the 25th on like the second last week
0: or the last week. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> but it doesn't matter. There's 31 days in December and the 25th uh, I guess it's semantics. Uh, I'm looking back. Is the, it, Ryan? The Is la- it? The last, the last time it was this late was 2015, when it was on the 26th. Uh, the week prior, the 18th, Uncle Bix and I went up to New York to see Andrew McMahon in the wilderness and the new politics. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, look at you. That's a stat when you say, like, 2015, but you have to be real dramatic about it. Like, he hasn't thrown an incomplete pass against the Jets when it's raining since 2015. And you realize that's only, like, two games over four
0: years. Huh. But... This is crazy. We, uh... You and I went to New Jersey Toy Con the 15th, the week before. And I went to New Jersey Comic Expo by myself the weekend before Thanksgiving.
1: Aw, lonely boy.
0: Yeah, well, lonely boy. I don't think you could go. I don't think when was that last year no we're 2015 oh 2015 yeah. that what th- was that last year <laughs> I'm talking four years ago handsome gotcha i'm just going back in my eye cal just to see to prove it i get it,
1: married four years no it was longer than that
0: hmm. and then four and years th- we didn't, weren't doing a podcast yet were we no it's only been three years and then 2014 is when it snowed, and the game got pushed to Saturday, and that's where the famous what we talked about on last year's Giving Thanks podcast, where I watched Ninja Turtles the movie. And oh yeah, ate Elio's Pizza.
1: Is that that's really that long ago?
0: That was five that feels like just yesterday. Year, well, that was last year. We talked about it, but it was five years ago it happened, and that was the twenty seventh. Wow. So that was late too. But I don't remember ever hearing. Um, that was. Yeah, I don't remember ever hearing
1: that like Thanksgiving's late.
0: Yeah. This is...
1: It's just people like to bitch more now. It's a thing to do. And you find anything, including <laughs> including a holiday where you just get to hang around and eat and have and as long as you're a thirty something year old male, you have well, you aside, uh, have no responsibility whatsoever. Right. Well it's... you just show up to mom's house
0: and there's food. In 2013 squeezer, uh it was on the 28th. So, oh, that's pretty late. Yeah, that's the same exact day as it is. Uh, oh, this yeah. year. It so, is. oh yeah, it is. Look at that. Right. So, people are just jerks, I guess. That's right. Except <laughs> for you folks. Yeah, I mean, our our fans of and and we have to apologize to our uh, Brian and Autumn for making fun of Pittsburgh last week. I don't even. What were we
1: making I fun don't, of Pittsburgh honestly, about? I, no, we. I don't think we were. No, we weren't making fun of. Where were we? Probably, but <laughs> we were making fun of everything in between. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's what we were, Pennsylvania. Yeah,
1: we're making fun of everything in yeah. between, and. Yeah. I mean, it's not Pittsburgh. It's not great, but it's something.
0: I, I mean, I have no problem. It's with Pittsburgh. Some, it, I was saying. I mean, it's like, it's like you're you're driving. You're driving. Like, oh look, something over three stories. Yay. Yeah. I mean, I we can make fun of parts of Pennsylvania because we live here. But if anyone else does, I'll smash this bottle and stab you with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like Connecticut. Not anyone can just make fun of it. <laughs> no, I I don't. Yeah. Let's not pick on Connecticut and Eric E Rock. Uh, Connecticut, Eric. Um, do you want to take a shit on Sugarland with our Texas Eric friend? Uh, sure. Uh, no, they got uh, they got been... guns down there. Oh, you're damn right. It's the Wild Wild West squeezer.
1: That's awesome. although I am I, I don't know Was I ever in Texas? No, I was never down in Texas. Have you seen the news I Like New Mexico I like Arizona. Nah, that, uh, we... I like like Southern Colorado i like that kind of deserty rocky kind of I, I, I like where plants can't grow hmm. so
0: you like aruba it's got the arid i love our climate yeah. yeah so do i where
1: every palm oh look at the palm trees yeah those aren't really there yeah. i mean, they're there but they're not real
0: cactus go into the general area oh yeah yeah we went cactus.
1: four-wheeling out there um I just went walking. That that's that's when we got in the in the like the pop up rain. It rains like for twenty minutes once a week there, and it like just poured on us while we we're driving around the ATV. And I didn't have like I couldn't see, uh, so I had uh, Mrs. Squeezers JLo sunglasses. wearing oh, was wearing. did she take a picture?
0: I want to make that my uh, avatar. For when you there is a me. picture.
1: Uh me slightly skinnier, covered in mud, wearing JLo sunglasses. It's w- pretty hot. I wanna <laughs> when we when we do the sexy calendar, that'll
0: be one of the shots. That'll be that'll be uh what was that? That was October, right? Yeah. Or was uh, it November? Well, technically November.
1: October, October it might have
0: been November. might have been November. Um yeah. I I was at his wedding. Because, You know kids. the time the time difference. He made me work. I should have seen that in a November 2014 calendar. Oh, working one of my closest friends' wedding. That's because it was 2013. Was it 13? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was 13. Had to be 13.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was cheaper, because people didn't want to get married in 2013 because they thought it was bad luck. And t- Getting married is bad luck.
0: 2013 was the last time Thanksgiving was this late. Look at that. Oh, hold on. I gotta We kiddie. came full circle. Oh, hi, we Shmuffin. planned that, folks. Hi, Schmuffin.
1: Hello, Schmuffin.
0: Can you get little cat mics? Did you? Yeah, we should get little cat labs. Have you ever edited all that wonderful footage I shot of your wedding, or is your poor wife still haven't seen it?
1: No. No, she's she's
0: seen it. She knows I'm not going to cut it up. <laughs> it's
1: just well, there, so you have there. it. It's posterity. It, it, it's just there, and anyone that does this for a living doesn't edit their own wedding videos i shot <laughs> i, weddings, I shot two weddings yeah. and i know for a fact that the people that i shot them for who also work alongside us also never even bothered to really look at it much
0: well to be yeah. fair if, if we want to go back years like years ago when i shot a certain wedding and your friend your former boss was the editor and he w- he was wearing it around his the dv tapes around his neck like um billy walsh from Entourage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cut of uh medellin uh well we'll save the video for 20 years from now when your wedding's a topic on the Rad years podcast all oh, right <laughs> and how we ate at outback Does it work stay. that way yeah We're, and we'll be like hey, this week on the Rad years podcast we talk about squeezer's wedding and how we had his reception at an outback steakhouse
1: it wasn't the reception It was after the reception, once we got back to the hotel, we all went over, and they opened up for us and got a shitty. I was there.
0: It was the greatest thing ever. I carried you. uh, Yeah, well, you held me because it was cold. Yes. And uh, I got yelled at by Mrs. Squeezer. Can I not have one day with him where he's just mine? I'm like, no. 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 And now you can't ever again. No. No, so as you see kids this is a this is a relationship years in the making oh man and this was that was that was like post our first project we did like our first outside work project yeah there was that little like uh little lull yeah this is our second brad years and our best yeah oh by far people Everyone actually know it exists get us <laughs> Yeah. You, you wonderful Thanks. fans! Thank God for that. So Ugh. did you see the bad news that came out just the other day? Yesterday. Uh, The koala died? The koala did die. Oh, that's so sad. But that wasn't the news I was talking that, about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, folks. Um, AC Moore is shutting down all 140 of its stores. What? Yeah.
1: But where am I going to get cardstock and... Level two models.
0: Blex? Michaels. Michaels yeah. is taking over They're forty. Over price. Forty. There's a Michaels locally, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's one. It's literally like one strip mall down. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna. So what, it, Michaels is taking over the AC Moore's. Just or? forty
0: of the hundred forty stores. Yeah, but AC okay. AC is No. I longer, doubt it's I gonna be the
1: one that we have then because it's literally one strip mall down.
0: No, and and it, I love this. They could, just the smell ex- in there? they could just expand the um uh spirit Halloween store. Oh, yeah. Because yeah
1: eventually it's gonna be that entire block. <laughs> it's gonna be the entire be strip that. mall. <laughs> One <laughs> entire strip mall of spirit Halloween spirit. It's uh, a dominoes, uh Supercuts, and a uh, Burlington. Yeah. That that's <laughs> that's your afternoon
0: folks the 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 shopping uh street the big i guess the strip where all the stores are is is going to be dark from um i would say november 1st to july 1st and then it'll be random spirit halloweens and halloween towns (laughs) halloween cities or whatever that just
1: just, it's just making room for all those little pop-up like uh ball pit and like Discovery Zone style ripoff places. We're where they also they don't really do it. They just kind of open up like an open space and then put inflatables inside and charge you twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, good use of space. We also saw last year there were some uh, some of those companies. Now Spencer's owns Spirit Halloween and Party City owns Halloween City, but there was a pop up toy store called Toy City, um, in some of the same locations last year. I wonder if we're gonna see any of those this year. Hmm it would be really That'd be cool, cool. i know did. the pop-up
1: toys are are coming but they're going to be smaller
0: yeah and, and i don't know what what to make of kb toy store i heard they were coming back but i heard nothing of them like where where are you kb get at me yeah this is this would be prime there's prime real estate to be had from a former award-winning kb toy store employee yes i was awarded awards <laughs> from kb toy store you sold lollipops I was the king of pushing those giant blow pops. Um, I would like. I think I'm owed, if nothing else, an explanation as to where the hell you are, a KB. Uh, get your act together and get a store up. All right, right? Can I get a hell right. yeah? Uh, hell, hell. I, hell I'm, yes. I'm trying to work the crowd hell like hell Stone Cold. Yes. Oh. Uh, uh, hell yeah! Woo-ha-ha. So, do you have any big Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day plans?
1: Uh, we are going to my mommy's. Oh, yeah. early early in the morning or? No, no, we'll uh, make a little sweet little breakfast, like something like a little uh, what do you call that? Uh, like a cinnamon roll. Uh, sticky bun, cinnamon sticky buns, roll, kind of yeah, dealy. That's what my parents used to do. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was like we the do holiday that.
0: breakfast. Like yep. the, the Pillsbury uh, put-and-bake pre, like pre-made like pre deals, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's all we do. And I, well, I throw some sausage in the pan because it's America. Um, just a little links. And then I eat those while they eat that because I'm not one for sweets. Yeah, low-carb. Uh, low-carb. Well, I probably watch a little bit of the parade because they like that. Um, the Philly one, though. No, not that Macy's bullshit. You don't like the Macy's parade? Um,
0: what were you saying that this year? I'm not allowed.
1: Might... I'm not allowed to. Why not?
0: I I I married a Philly girl, so. Oh yeah, you gotta watch the parade from. Uh, uh, did you ever hear that um, Lee's Hoagies commercial? Yeah. Hoagies. Hoagies. If anyone wants to know, hold on. Let me see if I can find it for the people. If anyone wants to know the, and this is what um. No. No. Uh Bradley Cooper does an impression of this. Uh just that's how he gets his Philly accent. Oh, I gotta I guess I gotta pot it up, don't I? There you go. Oh, on my quest for the arena food championship. What this is my final Hold on. Um Lee's hogies. I want don't know. The what template the f- for oh. the Philly oh. accent is the Lee's Hogies commercial. And it was like, you know, oh, you remember, know. do you remember that? I like, don't remember was that. It like, uh, <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> we're your regular family. We watch the Phillies on TV. We go down to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> but when we want great hogies, discount prices on beer and a great atmosphere, <laughs> we go to Lee's Hogies in Horsham, PA. So you to horror from ba we have why, one...
1: why are they laughing I hear nothing wrong with that
0: <laughs> that, that was Bradley Cooper we have one uh a uh, co-worker who who has sounds exactly like that On to oh, the next God, half she, said... she cannot help herself she is the
1: uh-huh.
0: there's a Lees on uh um Lehigh Street here locally oh sweet <coughs> they're branch out oh now. Lee's wow. hog Haug- haugies. A nice glass of water. Glass and some uh, clear water Italian water ice. <laughs> water ice. <laughs> water ice.
1: It used to be written on signs, remember? Like
0: uh W-O-O-W-O-D-E-R Ice. Yeah, no, but
1: just even just the fact that you call it water ice. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: It's it really stupid. Like,
1: we got we got Rita's. They call it Italian ice, right?
0: Yeah, but in um, Philly they call it the water what ice. Was the, the,
1: what was the other one, the knockoff that was on the Road for, like, a minute? Oh, the Polish like, one? It started with a G. I forget. Geo's? Probably. I want to say it was, like, it was like Geo's water ice or something like that. I, and uh, it, I, you're like, oh, hey, it's water
0: ice. I, Italian ice is what a the very— water ice is a very philadelphia thing it's water ice is ice yeah no it's water water ice
1: you can't can't be in two solid that's plasma if you're in two states at once all right it's it's plasma
0: now and then well some places and then you know there's people who sell the clear water t-shirts because that's where the phillies play uh in spring training so it's a it's a philly thing
1: yeah. see there you go Pittsburgh
0: you don't suck that bad yeah. <laughs> Oh see I'm just saying to Brian and uh, autumn that we make we don't, we just make fun of ourselves and Philadelphia as well hey, it could be
1: worse you could be what like 50 miles west <laughs> and you're in Ohio
0: and then you got nothing to live for. That's where Enchantress is from. Actually, Toledo's not bad. I oh, like sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. I've Toledo. been to Columbus a bunch of times, but I was... yeah, Columbus is fun. Columbus is the best city in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Col- 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 it was cold when I was there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, f- fuck Cincinnati. I'm kidding. She loves. She's a Bengals fan. Uh, so weird. We're talking about things we're thankful for this week i'm
1: thankful i'm not in ohio
0: it is our third year in a row we are doing one of these thankful shows
1: i'm thankful for a lot of things here's the weird thing about this i'm when i pick a topic i'm thankful for every so how many shows we done 150 some so 150-some times five we're, we're that's at, how many
0: times I'm thankful for. We just or we I'm just hit our three-year anniversary, so we're three years in. or a couple two-tree. trees. Plus minus our inability to schedule around calendars. And do math. So, you know, it's a couple hundred. I mean, I mm-hmm. could give you a definitive number if you need it. Some of those are like, oh, you uploaded this and then it didn't work, so you had to upload it again like last week because I'm an idiot. So, you know, uh, how we, no, we we, no, t- we took no. a bathroom break at 55 minutes in the show, and I tried to get it. I was cutting at 3 in the morning because I wanted to upload it, and I, I, I guess I only uploaded uh, 55 minutes of it. And I was like, people are like, hey, dummy, it's only 55 minutes of a show. So I had to upload the He-Man fixed uh, show. Was
1: that like one pick-in? <laughs> yes. So, they're listening to us, like, ramble on, and it's like, so, let's talk about He Met.
0: He uh How do I tell how many shows I have? I publish. Um, I don't... Ooh, oh, we gotta make a sweeper for this. Ryan counting looks with at the, rat. the internet, and he's doing some Counting. Counting. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I get, go on our. Our. Would you download? It, it wasn't a, like an actual. What I'm saying is that every time
1: I mention a topic, I am thankful for that topic.
0: Was it? Or would you say it would be rhetorical?
1: Do I know what rhetorical means? <laughs> um. The best is when I kept saying that when I was younger, when because that, that episode aired God knows how long ago, but... And I didn't know what rhetorical meant, but I would just say it anyway. All right, well, fuck it. Yeah.
0: Uh... If you look us up on... St- we're on Stitcher. We're on Apple, obviously. We're on uh, Google Play. Oh, obvious. Obviously. Mm. Obviously. We're on Google Play Music, and we are on... Um, What's that thing all the kids listen to? Spotify. Ah, oh, there you go.
1: Yeah. You know, if anyone hears this, that it doesn't really matter because they already hear us.
0: Yeah, well, it's a little. If you, in case you're like, oh, I wish I could listen to this on my on my more favorite podcast uh, <laughs> podcasting, podcasting app. app, or you just happen to stumble across it, and for some reason you hung around this long, right? And you're like, oh, I could listen to this on Spotify. Well, the thats where I'm going now. And you could always go to radios.com to find everything, but the Spotify link, because I don't have it up there yet. I'm a bad webmaster. But you're worse. You haven't written a well, blog yet. Well, I'm.
1: I'm not a webmaster. <laughs> I'm a web
0: associate. Yeah, but you're. A, <laughs> you're a web slave.
1: So I wouldn't say I'm bad at it because bad implies that I, you have to do something first for it to be bad um I'm just like that little infinity symbol you know it just there's nothing there yet uh... like what 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 like if you have a qB rating like if you go out and you are like zero for 20. With like nine picks, uh, and like sacked like four times, like right now someone just goes, oh, that's like you know two hundred forty, duh. I'm like, I don't know, but yeah, I, I I have I have nothing to show, so I can't be bad, so I got that going for me. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it's something. Yeah, it's something. I worked on a few things, and I, you know, I got some, I got what they call uh, irons in the fire. That's you
0: know? true. You do have irons in the fire. I actually
1: even made the poking motion, just so you guys are aware.
0: Uh so we should get this fire stoked and going, uh, and talk about the things we're thankful for in two thousand nineteen. Well, not in two thousand nineteen for our two thousand nineteen things we're thankful show. Squeezer, I believe mm-hmm. you have the wonderful honor of going first this week.
1: Can Can I say like set it up like what I'm thankful for? Okay. I don't know. Like, like not like what it is, but like what it represents, you know, like d- the deepness of this. I'll oh, right, 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 it. right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. I am thankful for uh, uh, free mail a uh with uh, uh, proofs of purchase. Oh, okay. Here
0: is Squeezer's first pick. I'm
2: gonna tell you how it's gonna be. Kodak Colorkin toys. Get them free by mail when you buy these Kodak products. See this display for colors you can love. I love real, not fade
1: away. Don't open a beer over my Kodak commercial. Oh, you heard it? Oh, yeah, I, le- I,
0: le- <laughs> I, le- I left myself up. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what the hell is a Colorkin?
1: Okay, so. Back in a day, let's call it. Uh, 1989, Kodak decided that they were going to try and bring in uh bring in the kids, uh, into like photography and try to sell them on I don't know, like in Kodak. So what better way to do that than with a bunch of fluffy aliens that you can mail away for? And that's what the Colorkins were. They were uh, an assortment, a team, dare you say, of stuffed
0: animals. They're actually. um... Do kids nowadays alien. even know what film is, or do they just think it's a pretentious way to say movie? I yeah, I think pretty pretty much. I think um, oh, I'm, I'm going to see a film. Well, they do sell those. Yeah, they do sell all those Polaroid cameras again, like the Fuji ones, the the, the knockoff ones. So, but still, like I don't think, any no one's using thirty five mm anymore, right? No, no, I don't well.
1: Shit! I don't even think my my brother in law had a, a dark room. You but know what? He Hold even on, that like it
0: wasn't use it. it I forgot. I forgot. The pretentious dickholes are selling uh, uh, single use film cameras again. Like um, that's a thing. Like that retro. Oh yeah, because we don't have enough waste. <laughs> that's a retro look. I think you get them at Urban Outfitters. Great, 'cause that's well we did do that for I, we did that for my wedding.
1: that um, was two thousand thirteen. And then you kinda of set them out and like here, take pictures. And th- that was I mean that was six years ago. That was before they you know made it super easy. Yeah. That was Yeah the iPhone I still I still, I still like asking. a uh, a nice piece of photo
0: paper in my hand from time to time. Yeah there so it's if you search camera on urban outfitters the first three cameras that come up are disposable cameras, all for fifteen dollars a piece. Then the DJI Osmo Pocket for three hundred nine dollars. It's on sale. But hmm. then uh, they sell thirty-five mil cameras. Yeah, yeah. Jesus! They sell the Kodak FunSaver on a, on, a, on a they they sell a Biltek thirty-five mil camera. Oh my goodness!
2: Disposable. Yeah, oh, know. they still yeah. Super 8
0: camera on here, man. Go to Urban Outfitters for all your pretentious bullshit that I might buy,
1: <laughs>
0: which I might buy.
1: Uh, I remember when I got the when I went down to Florida back, and this would have been like two thousand one. Who yeah. develops film in the Florida Keys? And I had to... What's that? I'm sorry, I was I was just yelling uh, randomly. I think you have to go to i think you have to go to a specialist store like dan's or um yeah i don't i don't know if like i don't think like walmart or staples i don't know if they do that anymore i'm sure i can go so far as to google it but you you um, have
0: to buy on uh, urban outfitters the darkroom.com mailer that you mail out your your jeez (laughs) man is this worth it no. I'm totally buying... You this. can buy a
1: digital camera for $15. I'm totally... You got, one and you got a better camera in your phone.
0: No. You're already I, paying for one. I'm totally buying this Acme Camera Company Vintage Kodak Senior 6 16 film camera. It's one of those old that, like, accordions out. It's only thirty nine <laughs> I'm going to look like the biggest all right, asshole all right. well, on the planet. Until you're done growing out your
1: handlebar mustache, and then you can use it.
0: Oh, they have one of those old 110 millimeter film cameras that I talked to that has like the that you put like it, it the film comes in like a, a a two thing spindle, you know? It's like a round thing yeah. and an arm and a round thing. Oh, where can you even get film for this thing? Man, uh, Probably click through them. Yes, $40 for a roll of film, you jerkwad. Oh yeah, Rev- no thanks. Revlog 35 millimeter film. Uh, so yeah, you could buy your Kodak Ultramax twenty a three pack of 35 millimeter for twenty three dollars. I don't know if that's less or more. Oh, that's so. I like how we're like oh that's
1: so retro. We're making fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> what this show's all about.
0: Yeah, but I mean, back then so it was the our it was our firm only firm option. Firm. And yeah, yeah, it might be cool to get some of these and take some old school pictures on 35 millimeter because. You know, you keep that negative that lasts forever, especially when... What do you say it's going to wipe everything out? Uh, Solar flares. Solar flares, yes. And. But the wolves will eat the negatives, so you're kind of fucked there. Oh, are, are wolves sp- particularly uh, into eating negatives? <laughs> Is that like a thing that... They're
1: just assholes.
0: Oh, okay. They'll do it just out of spite.
1: Oh, spiteful wolves. Yeah, or we'll be starving to death. We eat the negatives, and then the wolves eat us. Oh, so either way, the wolves eat, get
0: the negatives. Yeah, eventually.
1: Yeah. Eventually the wolves always get the negative. It doesn't matter. Once once the wolves eat us, it's not like one day like the wolf king is gonna like
0: develop the film. Maybe they will. Yeah. What if they cut our innards open, take out the celluloid and our bellies and develop it and see that awkward dick pic you took to send They you know they can't do that. They don't have opposable thumbs. So Hey. Uh, okay, well then you're safe.
1: It's the only thing stopping them. So, colorkins come from the planet Coloron. Um, with a K, of course. This is all with Ks. Um, yeah, this was like Mortal Kombat before whoa, Mortal whoa, whoa. Kombat. Whoa.
0: Kodak and, colorkins? All Ks? Uh,
1: colorkins is one word. Still. Believe me, I thought of that when I was writing it out. Um... And they, they came to our planet in search of new colors that don't exist on their own home world. Yeah, there's a backstory. Wow. And they're a bunch of colorful little fellas. Um, they're soft, squishy little guys. Uh, it, there were uh, three runs. There was the first run, which were red, gold, green, and a light blue. Then there was yellow, a dark blue, and a dark pink, which was kind of like a, yeah, I guess dark pink oh, with fuchsia maybe I don't know. and then an orange purple and a light pink um we got this was 1990 when these came out we got uh the second series and we got the yellow the dark blue and a dark pink the yellow and their names were shutter focus and rewind isn't <laughs> that adorable That is adorable adorable and you would get these little guys by sending away your uh proofs of purchase um along with uh, two dollars and fifty cents for shipping and handling per colorkin mind you um, but and th- what I found weird about all of this was and I love these little things when they showed up one day um, this is not something my parents would normally do like and they didn't tell us they they were doing it I they just they saw it they collected the points I think they got a lot of them from my grandfather who you know he was big photog guy and VHS tapes because you could get points off of different stuff Not so uh, you needed 10 points from proofs of purchase mm. along with your two dollars and fifty cents or you can send one proof of purchase from a roll of film along with
0: twelve dollars and45 cents to buy one outright. My mom was the uh, queen of getting those pre-purchase giveaways. Yeah,
1: um, The only two I ever remember getting is this one and my Obi-Wan Kenobi out of the Kellogg's. Oh, and the Obi-Wan and the Han out of the Kellogg's
0: boxes. I remember uh, when they did the Kenner. The most, uh, the thing I remember the most is the, the go- um, ice cream uh, cone cereal. They, they gave away a gumball machine, and my mom got me that. But there was also um, Super Mario All-Stars with my Super Nintendo. I even remember the envelope it came packed in because that's what <laughs> she was given to me. And it was, like, this, like, brown envelope with, like, <laughs> this weird laundry lint stuffed in it for, for like, packing. Yeah,
1: they, they didn't put a lot of effort in the packaging. Like, uh, I remember, like, my, my Obi-Wan came in. It was just a white box.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was like, here you go. You know. <coughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but so you, if for a roll of film, uh, you got one point. Uh, for Kodak batteries, you got one point. And for a Kodak videotape, you got one point. Uh, uh, the Fling 35 camera, you got two points. I guess it's one of the, uh, uh, disposables. Let's see if that's for sale uh, and on the. Extra Light 10 camera, that was five points. And then, um, uh, if you bought a 35 millimeter camera, you got 10 points. So if you went and just bought yourself a camera... Um, you got you a, f- a free little bat- furry bastard with cents. No, no, just one. It's 10 points per. Yeah. Yeah, just accumulate 10 points from Kodak products for each Colorkin's toy you order. Uh, collect boost purchase for one or more to co- uh, product listed. At least one Kodak... Oh, yeah. At least one of them had to be a roll of film. Um, which kind of ensued to I- implied that you had to have well not necessarily a Kodak camera but you know odds were you're going to buy one of their cameras too So, uh, and then yeah they wanted $2.50 shipping I don't know why they couldn't just make it one more point just say it's 11 points and then you know it's free shipping well because the
0: shipping that is an out of pocket cost they could write off the, the furry animal uh, oh, fair enough. Look at that. That's why you're the
1: marketing genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, these these are uh, fun, fluffy little guys. I love these things. I sent a picture. Um, you can just Google Colorkins or you can go to colorkins.com. and They got a little info and you can actually see the ordering form that I'm going off of here. Uh, I found a picture and I sent it to my sister and she just lit up. She's like, oh my God, you found those? I'm like, no. They're on the internet, but we're gonna talk about it on the show tonight, and then I never heard back from her. <laughs> She's um, a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, sorry, I have a I have a real I have a job, life here, a and a job. somewhere with three kids and I got a... an and
0: interests. Yes. Adult things. Adult interests. Like, uh I'm into fine wines and I I honestly don't caviar
1: uh i don't think she's really into fine wines
0: i'm but... into fine boxes of wine <laughs> fine boxes
1: of wine. Oh. this is a fine box of wine it hello
0: full. um what vintage do you have in franzia today <laughs> this box was bought in september oh i'll take that that sounds good
1: oh I, well i found this one in the back it was behind it fell behind the shelf
0: it, it must have aged well. This is from the summer, so that's a four-month Franzia uh, <laughs> from our summer vintage. It's starting to turn, so drink it fast. <laughs> well, no, then it then it just gets more alcoholic. Yeah, but it starts uh, it starts going to that vinegar territory.
1: Oh yeah, well you know once a couple in, and then you don't really notice anymore. Yeah. Um, but these little fellas were adorable. They add. They were great to the already massive pile of stuffed animals, uh, you know, that we had as kids. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had the, I had the, the yellow, blue, and and dark pink ones. And the weird thing, though, is they had these. I'll leave on a on a uh, gross note here. Um, they had these big outie belly buttons, and it's Ugh. nothing that I thought of or noticed until. Um, people posted pictures of him online. And if you take a picture from up high looking down, it's... Dare I say it looks phallic. Okay.
0: Um so, so it looks like they have a tiny little dicky.
1: Uh not that's not that small. Not tiny, that small at all. A little wee wee. Uh more power to him. Yeah, more power to him. But I love these little guys. I am I am thankful That they uh, were ever in my life, and wherever they are, um, I
0: I miss you guys. I've definitely seen these at yard sales and the lot of.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, and on guaranteed
0: yard sale material. On pictures of Kodak T120 video cassettes. Yeah. Like drawings. Yeah, they had the
1: ads for them all over the place.
0: I might actually have some of these tapes downstairs with the uh, would with be ads on it. Okay. Um, Alright, here is my first pick. We're, we're taking a little jump five years into the future uh, for what I'm thankful for. Friends, the
2: two of you have so much in
0: common. I think you should take each other. There is something out there that can ease our double love. Some
2: guys might give up. I love
0: the smell of commerce in the morning
2: for Brody and T.S. Brody men, new Chinookie. It's Mall or Nothing. Ah! Shannon Duff,
0: Jason Lee, with Jay, and Silent Bob. Ah! Mall rats, rated off. Dude, this looks like your mom. Start
2: Friday, October 20th at the Theaters Everywhere.
0: So uh I was trying to figure out exactly when it was but this movie Mallrats, was my introduction into Kevin Smith and the View Askewniverse as you as it is so rightfully called and um let's see October 20th 1995 I was just turning 13 And you could know why this movie would make any 13-year-old interested in it. Mm -hmm. It's got everything a 13-year-old wants. Like, stupid comedy. Naked ladies.
1: Magic eyes.
0: (laughs) Magic eyes. And, uh, Priscilla Barnes, naked. With an extra nipple. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um... Hold on. when would mallrats have been on ppv mm, I'm trying to see mallrats video release then I'll know exactly because I'm like oh wait so it looks like 1996 obviously but I think it was it, it was uh, like I don't know for sure. It came out October twentieth, nineteen ninety five. I did not see it in the theater, but I did see it on pay per view, and I think it was the spring of ninety six. Because movies didn't jump from theater to pay per view and home video as quickly as they do now. Back then, it was a a longer. Uh, uh, just a longer journey because a lot of the big movies would run for sometimes a year they would you know they would there was like initial release and then there was like the secondary third fourth release markets where they would they would take you know especially like the summer blockbusters radier i'm sorry mall rats was not this <laughs> um so i i want to say i am thankful for mm-hmm. this past uh october I saw Jan Silent Bob reboot and Kevin had his, it was, he started filming it one year after he had his heart attack where he, you know, had the Widowmaker maker and probably could have died. And I'm a huge fan of Kevin and I love, I would say he is one of the, if you would have, have a, a podcast, Matt Rushmore. Uh, I know Rogan's probably on it, but I definitely can guarantee you Kevin Smith's on it. You would agree oh, yeah. That, right? Yeah. Oh,
1: I would agree. Yeah. Been, yeah.
0: So, uh, like, you know, we are here doing this right now. Probably because, t- what, 12 years ago, Kevin and uh, Scott Mosier decided to do Smodcast. And I remember my roommate from uh, New York Film Academy texted me the day it came out. It was like, hey, Kevin's got a podcast out. And it was still weird. Like, podcasts, you just couldn't pull out your phone and download it. You had to go on iTunes, download it, and then, like, upload it to your iPod or listen to it on your computer. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the first podcasts I'd listen to regularly was uh, Bill Maher's real-time show. He put the full show, just audio of it, from HBO up on it. So it was, like, a good thing to listen to while I was running. Uh, or, you know, exercising back, you know, something I did back then that I don't do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Exercise. But, um, yeah, I'm thankful for, for mall rats cause mall rats introduced me to it. And then I remember I was on the bus and someone was like, have you seen clerks, 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 clerks. It's so much like, and someone told me it was shot from the perspective of the, um, security surveillance cameras just because it was in black and white and other people have said that but and kevin uh-huh. Kevin leaned into it and said yeah yeah but he, he admitted that it was just <laughs> it was just purely a financial decision yeah and, and clerks is one of my favorite movies of all time it is top five for yeah me. he
1: wasn't shooting on film because
0: it was the trendy thing to do no he there was no other way of option for him he shot yeah. on 16 millimeter straight 16 I think it actually it was Super 16 because it was a widescreen format, which means like this you look at uh, 16 millimeter or 35 millimeter, it's got the spokes on both sides. This had spokes on one side and it was widescreen. I believe it had mag on the other side, um, which was record to record audio, an audio track. Then you get a crystal sync camera. Uh, I'm really getting it in the dorky film shit. And, um, yeah, he, he, Mallrats is, I'm sorry, Clerks is one of my favorite movies of all times. So then I remember being at my buddies, and we were, this was like when we were yeah, sneaking beers and wine cooler days. And like, remember, um, Pete's Wicked Ale. That was like the, like the cool micro brew back then.
1: I don't know if I remember that. And no. there
0: were like no micro brews at the time, but. He released Chasing Amy and it was hard for my little idiot teenage brain to understand that this was uh Holden and uh, Banky were um uh Brody like yeah, I thought they were the same characters but they weren't and they're friends and I you know realized and this was a way more adult movie and I wouldn't really appreciate it for like a year or two after I originally saw it in the theaters. I saw Chasing Amy in the theaters kids. No kid my age should have seen that in the 14 <laughs> uh but that when they're in the bar drinking and he's, they're telling the stories like from uh jaws like the sex like mauled stories there's a giant uh, neon pete's wicked sign and not only for me and my friends it made it seem more cool to steal my buddy's dad's pete's wicked ale which i couldn't even tell you what it tastes like because back then it all tasted gross now it's like delicious nectar of the gods beer, but you didn't, you know, you didn't have a taste mm-hmm. for it back then. And of course... it's well, a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am thankful that Kevin was able to get through the heart attack. He's still doing his podcast. He made another movie. He's... Goodness. To, to his, his name, he's making Clerks 3. And rewriting it to be a happier film. He said he's making Mallrats too, also. So fuck it. I'm, I'm all down for it. I want all the Kevin Smith movies. I'll see him in the theater. Uh, I, I, it might not be packed, but I'm still happy to be there. And I will buy it uh, digitally when it gets released, Kevin. You got my promise on that.
1: Uh Oh, well, now I feel like a dick. Yours I, is all like sweet and glad that someone's alive and that's what you're thankful for. And, and I got fucking inanimate
0: objects that get
1: well, little I, I stuffed
0: monsters from feel Florida. like a dick i just i wanted to talk about i don't know mall rats and the i'm unthink- no, no, thankful no no you
1: have like, like, like having... real sweet sentimental stuff i'm like mm. i like this free thing that i got i like this
0: this filmmaker who makes movies about dick and fart jokes so it's not that sweet and sentimental all right, all right. I, yeah, it makes sense now all right here is your next pick
2: Kid Cuisine presents B.J. and the Chef in Mega Meal Posse! To the rescue! B.J. and the Chef! Mighty small meal, burger oh, Get along, doggy! Russell up,
0: my. No! Kid Cuisine Mega Meals! Yummy, yummy, yum! More chicken nuggets, bigger burgers, a pair of pizzas...
2: Desserts! And my fun pack! Lots of food! They're new. Mega Meals!
0: Kid Cuisine is just for kids!
2: Hello. Good food! fun.
0: No more of it. Oh good, more of it. More
1: of, oh yeah. It was uh an extra well depending on what it was. Uh you got an extra slice of pizza, a bigger cheeseburger, I think like uh one third the number of additional uh chicken nuggets or uh whatever it is. And double the uh, salt. And <laughs> double the salt. They actually they did away with these, believe it or not. Um And I couldn't actually find any nutrition information regarding the Mega Meals. Um, Just Kid Cuisine in general, any kind of kids. But Kid Cuisine was the big one because who doesn't love an anthropomorphic penguin and um, polar bear? More on those guys later. But uh, I was obsessed. It's Hats off to the brilliant marketing that make you want these meals. make it look so much fun. Yep. Um, and we never got these as a kid. Uh, I mean, it was a rarity. So when I did get one of these... Not only was it a rarity...
0: Squeezer. Not only was it a rarity for your parents to buy them for you, then they sat in the freezer until your parents felt like making them for you. So... I would make it for myself. Oh, yeah, we weren't allowed to. To the microwave. Uh, Oh, well... We were oven only for that situation. Oh, we weren't allowed to microwave either. Uh, but you were allowed to brandish a, a uh, cast iron skillet at the age of nine. So,
1: well, yeah, yeah, goes with the. I mean, how else am I going to make my home fries?
0: Yeah, our parents would buy these for us, and then it was like sit in the freezer forever. But like, can we have kid cuisine tonight? Can we have kid cuisine tonight? Can we have kid cuisine tonight? And by all rights, I should have just been like, sure, here you go, you little dickheads. It's easy food. But, you know, they wanted us to grow up healthier than, you know, now now I'm shoveling Planter's cheese balls into my mouth and drinking Heineken's at 12.22 on the day before (laughs) Thanksgiving. So, sorry, Mom, you lost.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would... Please tell me you're licking your fingers in between each one, then too. So oh you God, quit.
0: you know I can't do that. Oh God, I can't put my fingers in my mouth. Are you kidding me.
1: You're so strange. So wait, you will use it like a napkin, or just your pants? Or a
0: napkin. I have a paper towel right here.
1: Paper towel. Ta- wait, what do you do with the dust and the? Pa- you, so then you lick the dust off <laughs> the paper towel, right? Like, a, like, like it's like dropping acid. No, I. Like, thought...
0: Like I throw it away. I, I do want to use. I'm really good with chopsticks, so I should just go down and get a pair of chopsticks out of our drawer and use those.
1: Uh, well, I mean that's fine. That's better than just letting all that cheese dust go to waste. I normally let the cheese dust go to waste. Yes. Oh, blasphemous! Get a toothpick or yeah, or just lick the damn salt. So- uh, oh, it makes a nice cakiness. You kind of take your finger and you use. <laughs> Like your teeth, and you kind of just grate it off. Mm-hmm. So you get a nice buildup on the back of your teeth, and then you take your tongue and then suck the uh, pasty, cakiness off the back of your teeth. The the orange cheese flavored salt product. Yes. Oh, we just I just made people probably vomit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Or so, or at the same time, someone's listening while they're doing that. I would hope they, so. Both, both happened. This, both yeah. just happened. It all Rad happened on the Rad Years it.
0: podcast. That's how many, uh, how 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 much variety there is in the Rad Years audience. Yes, but if someone
1: uh, someone out there is definitely eating. Someone else is eating Planter's cheese balls. Well, listen. There's no better way. No. Get your pull up a pull up a kid cuisine. Get a nice side of Planter's cheese balls. Uh, maybe a, a lunchable for the side. And uh, kick back and have a nice meal while listening to Rogers Radger's podcast.
0: That's a, that's Maybe the have way... some
1: bagel bites while you're at
0: it, too. <laughs> or, yeah, plant cheese balls, bagel bites, Ritz crackers, uh, a sleeve of Ritz crackers, um, a, a lunchable, a kid cuisine, a Hot Pocket, a Dunkaroo, some Gushers, SpaghettiOs, with those little tiny microwave cups of Chef Boyardee uh, pastas. I mean, there's many ways you can make and, yourself gorgeous in the And, and you will be preserved like a mummy. Um, <laughs> yeah, just drink some water every once in that. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> but I mean, it would be advisable you do it. People oh. died
1: crossing the desert, crossing the salt road to bring salt to preserve food so they wouldn't die. And now we just throw it in our food because we're just addicted to it.
0: It's delicious. it just feels so good. Yeah, it does feel good. Uh,
1: anyway, so Kid Cuisine, not that it has anything to do with salt content, but um ah man, when you when you were able to get your hands on these and you were so
0: excited for it and then so let down at the same time. See, um I don't know. I it was it was garbage, but the pizza it, wasn't bad.
1: The pizza wasn't bad. But, the but see my mom made it in the
0: oven. You made it in the microwave, so like the crust would probably yeah. harden up in the microwave. Yeah, the no, would it become like nu- yeah. nuclear. And then yeah, the
1: brownie never came out right. Now, um, the corn was always soggy. So yeah, maybe, maybe I should get one and throw it in the oven and see how that. And then and then when my kid wants it, it's like no, honey, you can't have this. <laughs> this, this this is daddy's cute meal. This is daddy's.
0: This is daddy's, uh, uh, daddy's junk meal. food.
1: I know there's a cartoon penguin on it wearing a top hat, but it's mine. It's mine. His name's KC now, by the way. It's no longer BJ. You. KC <laughs> stands for Kid Cuisine. The Kid Cuisine Penguin.
0: What did BJ stand for? BJ. Um. I guess. It's a family show. Sorry. Eat your carrots and Brussels sprouts. That is <laughs> gonna... gonna be his kid. Kid Cuisine. <laughs> she likes. She likes carrots.
1: Um, I got that going for me. I'm like trying to eat your cheesy rice. She's like, no, I want my carrots. Oh, I want oh, cheesy rice. All right, all right. Here, here. In fact, have my carrots. Right, I'll me. take the cheesy rice. Uh, <laughs> I'll take your cheesy rice. And, you eat know, the <laughs> carrot. Um, yeah. So, and of course, you got two adorable mascots on on the packaging. You got uh, BJ the penguin and uh, polar bear, and the chef who's a polar bear. Which we think it's like, isn't the polar bear gonna eat the penguin?
0: Uh I mean absolutely probably the would, second you, it sees it, yeah.
1: But you don't know that. Well, you could uh, safely assume. But technically, these fellows should never have met because polar bears are from the Arctic and penguins are from the Antarctic. And Af oh, and Africa. They live in two separate equators
0: or uh equators? Hemispheres. Hemispheres. Yeah, there you there are There's warm. Only one equator. There also. There are also warm uh, climate penguins. Yeah, not warm. Well, there are warm climate uh, polar bears
1: for now. That's true. Uh, Warmer climate little bastards. Um, but I I assume that I mean it would be cruel to do this because you already like know like how the experiment would go down. But if you put a polar bear and a penguin in a cage together, there is not going to be a penguin in the cage much longer. No, you're right about that. Yeah, unless we don't know that. Maybe like penguins have some like polar bear defense mechanism or the that's what happened. The penguins, there were polar bears in the Antarctic, but the penguins killed all the polar bears. And that's why there's no polar bears down south.
0: All right. Prove me wrong, folks. Prove them wrong, kids.
1: Yep. I took a zoology class in high school, so
0: more um, than qualified. Do you want to hear what you could get from Kid Cuisine today? Uh, yeah. I, I was looking at some of the new stuff, but it was just like there's it's all only... like SpongeBob. Yeah. So there's there's a SpongeBob bikini bottom chicken breast nuggets. You get your corn, um, sand sprinkle, chocolate pudding, and mac and cheese. There's the oh boy uh, chicken breast nuggets. And this one you get corn, uh, mac and cheese, and chocolate chip cookies. There's the cheese pizza that has the brownie, the corn, and the, the pizza sauce packet so you could draw your own picture on the pizza. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. There's the bubble popcorn chicken, which has, uh, I guess, popcorn chicken. French fries, deep sea chocolate chip cookies, and corn. Uh, they they really lean heavy on these. Uh,
1: is, is wait, there's it's a side of corn in everything, right? Yeah, there's a corn and everything. Yeah, uh, and well, there's corn in everything.
0: Yes. There's corn in the chicken. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there's mini corn dogs with French fries, a fr- a fudge brownie, and a side of corn. There's uh, spaghetti with mini meatballs. Uh, With tic-tac-toe chocolate cookies and...
1: Corn? A side of
0: corn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing a pattern developing here. There's reduced fat pepperoni pizza. Stuffed it twice with cheese. Alright, what's the point of that? I don't know. Pudding with a... a Chocolate pudding with a, a cookie spoon and a side of... Um... Corn. Every single meal squeezer has a side of corn. Side of corn. (laughs) So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight meals. I think that's a YouTube video. I get these bastards, I heat them up, and I taste test them.
1: You know, uh, I'm looking at the pictures. I don't see a lot of color, color variety. Variety, variety. There's
0: not a lot of green on those plates. <laughs> no, there's no green on the plates. Um, in fact, that well,
1: the closest you get is the N and the E in the kid cuisine logo. Right. Um. Uh, we laugh, but I would, I would kill to have one of these right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and I would get so excited. You would see these in the store, and, like, you won it so bad. Oh.
0: Kid Cuisine.
1: Great pick. Great thing to be thankful for. Oh, that made me so hungry. Because I, so, I was thinking
0: about Thanksgiving and, like, food. and like, I know. I'm sorry, Squeezer. You're about to be even more hungry. Oh, shit balls. My next pick is about food, and here it is. I don't know where.
2: NBC's it is. regular daytime programs will not be seen today while we celebrate the beginning of the holiday season with Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade.
0: was the beginning of the purple stuff podcast the latest podcast i did on the 1990 macy's thanksgiving day parade and i am talking about being thankful for uh matt's on dinosaurdracula.com's recipes which i've been a fan for for years now let me tell you how we talked about kevin smith being one of the reasons we're doing what we're doing now Mm -hmm. matt at dinosaur dracula and also x entertainment uh, his old site is also another reason why. So I was, like, really big in nostalgia. And I was collecting action figures and stuff, and I stumbled upon um, XE, and then I, I, he shut it down, and then I stumbled upon his new site, Dinosaur Dracula, and I've been a subscriber almost from the start of his uh, monthly uh, fun packs. But I'm a really big fan of when he does recipes. Uh, so, uh, DinosaurDracula.com, um, I, I did his Halloween Chex Mix recipe as a YouTube video.
1: Yeah, only as a video.
0: <laughs> I made it, but we, uh, we had to eat it all. And uh, mm-hmm. He's got a Golden Grahams Holiday Party Mix, which I'm going to make next. He, did mm-hmm. a, he recently did a, a Grandma Arbuckle from the Garfield, <gasps> Gra- Garfield Thanksgiving Day episode. He did Grandma Arbuckle sweet potatoes.
1: Oh, that is a... ooh, That's heart-wrenching.
0: He's did a, he did a roasted pumpkin seeds recipe, which I know you would appreciate. He made oh. Vincent...
1: Let me, let me see what he does. Hang on. Go ahead. Continue. I'll, t- I'll
0: tell you what he I have right here. So his recipe is to wash them out after you get out of the pumpkin, certainly, and uh, put uh, cover them in some oil, uh-huh. olive oil, and then he said whatever spices you want, and use your hands to mix everything up. He suggested mm-hmm. loads of, and this is his father's way: <laughs> uh, loads of sh- loads of salt, handful of mm-hmm. sugar, dusting of black pepper, way too generous dusting of cayenne pepper. Spoonful of garlic powder. Spoonful of powdered ginger. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I don't know. I just... I'm a straight... I'm a traditionalist. I just go straight salt.
0: So. Yeah, you're like that with everything. Like, you don't even have flavored sunflower seeds. 325 degrees. No, I can't stand those. 20 to 30 minutes. Um, We should roast our own sunflower seeds with, like, non-MSG flavors and see how you... You fare... Um, like, oh,
1: like with actual, just like, with like some cumin or like, you know, like a little cayenne or, or yeah. something.
0: So he that also, kind of he also made, he, he like finds old magazine recipes and he, he'll he make them. So he found Vincent Price's uh, Cremettes macaroni uh, supper casserole, uh, which called for a uh, package of Cremettes macaroni uh, luncheon meat, which is Spam. Butter, flour, salt, dry mustard, milk, sharp cheddar, and green pepper. And um, I'll tell you what, it looked delicious. I'm like, damn, I want this, this lunch casserole. It's basically Spam and mac and cheese. Um, what else has he made that I love? He's made, uh, he's put up his stuffed mushrooms recipe which he makes, with he's put up his Thanksgiving stuffing recipe. Now, this is interesting. Um, it's way outside of what I would ever make. It's a loaf of bread, chicken stock, celery, celery, not celery, celery, uh, pork sausage, raisins, cranberries, one red apple, a handful of pine nuts, stick of butter, olive oil, salt and pepper.
1: I'm getting hungry here,
0: and so that recipes on Dinosaur Dracula. He's also showed his stuffed artichoke recipe, which is also looks delicious. I have my own star- stuffed artichoke recipe, which is a little more indulgent. His calls for artichoke breadcrumbs, vegetable broth, fresh parsley, garlic cloves, grated Parmesan cheese, olive oil, salt, and pepper. Um, it, and then my favorite, which has been a staple of his. Website since he started it was his ancient holiday appetizers. He goes and gets these old, like, Better Home and Gardens cookbooks, holiday cookbooks, and he finds old, like, appetizer recipes from it and he makes them, like, olive cheese balls, grapefruit cups, Parmesan curry popcorn, caviar classic. Uh, (coughs) Really cool. And it just takes you back to as a kid when you'd go to your your uh, grandparents or your aunt or uncles for Thanksgiving or Christmas, and they'd have like celery and caviar, or bacon cheese rolls, or cherry tomato blossoms, yeah. or nut cheese balls, or anchovies and pastry. You know, all these weird, wonderful appetizers out.
1: Uh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, we weren't a caviar house.
0: Uh, this was cheap caviar. We weren't either. This was cheap. Uh, he's talking cheap caviar, buddy. No, okay.
1: Alright, fair enough. Uh oh, what do we?
0: Oh, also, like a, few, a bunch <laughs> of years ago, I think like five years ago now, I made his ranch oyster crackers. It's from a nineteen eighties mm-hmm. Hidden Valley Ranch magazine advertisement, uh, and they are like they're like handfuls of crack. In fact, that could oh. be. One... Oh,
1: where is that? I need that because I love oyster crackers.
0: That could be one of my. I might make hmm. you wait. That could be one of my Don't videos. Don't be a dick.
1: Give me oyster crackers with ranch.
0: So the recipe calls for. I need for, it now. It's it's a Hidden Valley Ranch ad from 1988. It calls for, uh, one pack of plain oyster crackers, one package Hidden Valley Ranch buttermilk recipe, original ranch salad dressing mix, uh, one tablespoon lemon pepper, one half table one to one half tablespoon dill weed, quarter tablespoon garlic powder. One cup of salad oil, combine ranch mix so, and oil, add dill weed, garlic powder, lemon pepper, pour over crackers, stir to coat, place in warm oven for 15 to 20 minutes.
1: Why did I never know that I'm on this site right now? I got this.
0: And then the Hidden Valley Ranch Buffalo Wings are also on that that same advertisement. This is from 1988, so Buffalo Wings. That's
1: still, it's still on their website. Hmm.
0: On their website, it's he has a link to it to his website. Mm-hmm. He had the ad.
1: Oh, I am so making these, these look delicious!
0: I'm making them also, everybody, but they will be on you. Or I will, yeah, I will it'll be a video, film so. it and make a YouTube video of it. Squeezer can also, if he wants, because the more content, the merrier. But he's got children, so we let him go. I remember, I got you like.
1: Two he seconds worth me, of footage. He
0: gave me three seconds, two two to three seconds worth of footage for a commercial I needed, so he's a sweet boy. Yeah, anyway, and it
1: was, a, it was a thing.
0: I am thankful for Matt at Dinosaur Jacula and Jay's co-host at the Purple Stuff Podcast. And, Matt, keep putting your recipes up because I look forward to them every single time. Squeezer, your next pick. on like these? had constructed this balloon before there were any, like, rules. Oh. Hold on. I, need to nope. I was like,
1: I don't remember picking that one. That
0: was still the Purple Slip podcast from the clip I played.
1: Oh, oh yeah, it was probably something old. M-
2: <sighs> Once the timer is set, it's just you against the clock. When moments are ticking away, something has got to run out first the clock or you. Well,
0: you run yourself ragged run yourself ragged by domi what the hell is this
1: uh it's run yourself
0: ragged or
1: uh screwball scramble if you're uh someone else or sometimes they call it tricky golf there's a bunch of different names for it um I am thankful for uh, convoluted uh, board games that aren't really board games that don't really have a category of their own. Uh, And that would be like Screwball Scramble. It's a cross between like uh, Mousetrap and uh, uh, Labyrinth where you got to move the marble from one end uh, of this little plastic maze uh, to the other. And there's different obstacles you have to get through. And I just. It's like it was
0: one an of those, IRL marble madness.
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, so you got. Um, you, you have a, a marble, and you start it by. It's eight, like, little actuator buttons. And then uh, you by pushing each one button and turning a lever, <clears throat> it causes whatever device. Whoops, sorry, I hit my snow speeder because I was moving my hands in a wavy kind of motion. Um and like you start off with like this little like these bridges that like go up and down. Um and then eventually like there's this little metal like or little uh crane with a magnet on it that you gotta get underneath and then pick it up and then swing it around while you're turning the knobs. And then you gotta drop it like down these rails and you gotta maneuver the rails. You never seen this or played any of like this before? Nope. Let me Google it. Yeah, Run Yourself Ragged. Uh, it's made by Tomy. Uh, also, or uh, Screwball Square. It's another name that it, it goes under. It's one of these little like tabletop games that uh, I, I don't want to call it a gimmicky game. I don't. I don't know how to even describe it because it's not a <coughs> board game. I've never
0: seen this before in my life.
1: Really? Oh, this game no. was so much fun. And it would always break, too. So you never get it to work right. You get so frustrated. Um,
0: You know they... what? When I was a kid, I just thought of it now. The The soundtrack, the score from Marble Madness used to haunt me. It used to scare me.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, this game would just frustrate the shit out of me. Um, they still... They still sell it now and even it's on their website like if you go on their website and up to like their board games like the picture of the ki- at the bottom of kids playing they're playing this game and it's been around since the 70s um I it, it was so much fun and this was one of those things where you would play it like you you never had it at home it was always at like your grandparents house so it was like that toy that you had Or if you were, like, in Sunday school and you were able to find the pieces. And half of the fun I had. I didn't
0: go to Sunday school, and I had Masters of the Universe tours of my grandparents. I had Panthor and uh, the Fright Zone.
1: Hmm. Wow. (laughs) I had Run Yourself Ragged and uh, the little army men and cowboys that my dad and uncle played with back in the 50s. So
0: that's what we had and other grandparents (laughs)
1: and, and cars, but you loved playing with those. It it gave you a different appreciation. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. That was Um, so much fun.
1: Yeah. Um, I still, I, I, when I was cleaning up my dad's stuff, I found some of the old, uh, army men and stuff and him and my uncle had painted like blood all over, like all the dead guys and stuff. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to find. Um, and what's funny, too, is, like, when we had army men, they were, like, World War Two guys. You know? Yes. When they had them, they were Civil War guys. Oh, really? Well, because when they were playing them, they were only, like, six, seven years out, if you think. Or, uh, like, ten, twelve years out. Think about it. He was born in 51. So he's, in 1956, he's five years old playing with army men. It's only been, like, 11 years since they dropped the bomb
0: yeah my dad was born in fifty six and i think his army men were world war world war two hm uh, if not world war one
1: yeah it might have been world war one
0: i mean i mean it, I mean, it, it was
1: just I, I i found out like they didn't that was what they had it also could have been my grandfather probably didn't want them playing like, uh with world war two figures he saw some shit you know so uh, and they had like those, like it, all their toys just didn't. Nothing moved. Everything was just molded plastic. Um,
0: yeah, my grandfather was in the motor pole, so motor motor pool, so he didn't see shit.
1: Yeah. Well, there was accidents, fender benders.
0: That is true.
1: Yeah. <coughs> uh, the worst though was the um, for me personally. You had there are these tables, uh, and this was just like, basically, it was like a mini version of labyrinth in the middle of the game, where you had to like maneuver the table, when and get the marble like around the little pins and then get it to the other side, and it was so frustrating. And as a kid, I, I can't even describe. The, this is keep oh, it nice. going. Nice, thank you. The controller cracking. Um, frustration that comes, that little twist that you all would give your controller, you know, and you start to feel it crack just a little bit. That that would happen in this game constantly. Meanwhile, the timer is ticking away, just like da, 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 da. it's so loud. It's a one-minute timer that you're trying to beat, um, uh, and it was f- so frustrating. Then there was uh, these
0: little was like, there laws an evil black have- marble.
1: No, no, it's little 13mm silver guy. Okay. And then you maneuver your way up the little steps, and then you get to the, the tubes, which is basically like the table, only you can't see the ball now. And you have to finagle it out on this little like spaceship airplane thing, spin that around, and load it in the catapult, and then you're almost there. All you gotta do is hit the button, launch the catapult, and then slam dunk the marble uh, through the little hoop and hit the bell and you win... But every time that goddamn catapult just launches the ball somewhere, and then you have to go find it, and it rolls down like the, you know, dining room t- floor, and then underneath the radiator or radiator, if you know, you know how to say words, and then, uh, yeah, it was. Then it was another game in itself, just trying to find a damn marble and then start all over again.
0: That is pretty much. It seems like a tabletop marble madness. Yeah. You hear this scary music? I do. Me it's as
1: terrifying. Kid. It's very stressful.
0: Yeah, it used to scare me as a kid. I was a special boy.
1: Yeah, this, this game was very frustrating. It's probably oh, even it's... more frustrating now as an adult too. Impossible. You have to
0: pick the angle you want to play at—45 or 90 degrees. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm not a math person. And every time he goes, oh, it sounds like a person like dying. It's, 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 it's and this is like, listen to this. Imagine if you had to listen to this while playing Run Yourself Ragged.
1: Yeah, like, it's funny. Like you could think like you're playing Castlevania right now.
0: Yeah, but you're playing Marble Madness. It's so scary. Uh, that's. I'm gonna definitely look at more of this Run Yourself Ragged because I've honestly have never seen it before. Like I just color kids the... when I looked it up. I'm like, oh, I've seen these before. Run yourself ragged I'm looking at it, I'm like I've never seen this at all
1: uh, it's such a cool little I, lo- it I looks just like a,
0: something I would have fun with but like like you're you're controlling someone's life with these switches
1: yeah Well, uh, if you want to look at it that way it's pretty sick and twisted and demented and uh, it might be good for you to uh <laughs> <laughs> work it out just have it when you get frustrated just pull out a little uh, run yourself ragged play a around or two at your desk
0: All right. Um. Let's. Uh. Are are you all have said everything you need to say about? I, I.
1: I. Yeah. I'm
0: good. All right. Here is my next pick.
2: All right. Hi, everyone. Here we go with your final Survivor Series report. It is right around the corner this Wednesday night Thanksgiving Eve exclusively on pay-per-view cable television. Folks, I'm talking about the Survivor Series. This is the ultimate in team competition and so much more. I strongly suggest you pick up the blower right now. Get on a phone and contact your local cable company. Avoid busy operators at the eleventh hour. Now then, we have just heard from the World Wrestling Federation Champion Hulk Hogan. It sounds to me like he is ready for his gravest challenge. That gravest challenge, by the way, is standing by right now with his manager, Paul Bear. Let's hear from the Undertaker. The sands in our hourglass are going quickly. This Wednesday, this Wednesday, Hulk Hogan, your gravest challenge championship on against Did the
0: blank out, WWF. Oh. So, 1991 Survivor Series. And you might be at home saying, come on, Ryan, this is the worst Survivor Series in the history of Survivor Series. Yes, looking back, it is pretty bad. But I am here to tell you that back then, I was obsessed with it. Squeezer, this was the first Survivor... First of all, the biggest Survivor Series of all time was Survivor Series 1990. We've talked about it on the show. It's the debut of The Undertaker. It's Hulk Hogan's team taking on Earthquake's team and Ultimate Warrior's team. Also, him just being the lone Survivor. And Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and Tito Santana being the lone Survivors at the end of the Survivor match. Remember this? I do. So, 1991. Uh, they, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Uh, it was pretty much a two-hour commercial for their Tuesday. This Tuesday in Texas. So, um, what they were doing was they were trying to test out a Tuesday night being the second pay-per-view night for uh, like an experimental. Uh, uh, other night of pay per view, so Tuesday night what, was going to be their night.
1: Well, made them think that was a good idea, or even like Tuesday night were to come up. I have no
0: idea, but um, I love the fact that they moved it to the night before Thanksgiving. Even the night of Thanksgiving wasn't bad. I remember watching '89 Thanksgiving. We like it gave my I think it gave my parents an excuse. To leave our relatives. Oh, we got to get back. Uh, Survivor Series is on. But then, like, it aired the night before, and we'd VHS tape it, so then that we'd watch it all night long on Thanksgiving night. <clears throat> of course, we watch it live. But this starts out with the most jarring footage any one of us has ever seen as a kid. What's What in your mind, Squeeze, without looking anything up, I don't want to hear any typing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: what is the most jarring WWF footage you saw as a kid?
1: <sighs> oh, hang on, let me... I should have
0: thought about this. No, just the top of your head. What freaked you out? Uh,
1: I mean, it takes a lot. Um, I'm what upset to...
0: you? Yeah, you are a little different than the most normal kids. I'll just uh, tell you what they start off. Showing the footage okay. from superstars of Jake the Snake's cobra biting into Macho Man's arm. Oh, I just thought that was awesome. <laughs> uh, so then, they—they they, you'd think they're teasing a macho. This was basically like a paper. I would be pissed. My dad got it free because he's a cable engineer. I'd be pissed if we paid for this because this is like a two and a half hour Superstars. Macho Man doesn't take on Jake. They, they spend the first ten minutes of Survivor Series showing this footage from Superstars, but they don't have the match. But at two different points during the pay-per-view, they bring out Macho Man with Elizabeth, and they bring out Jake the Snake to to hype up their match on this Tuesday in Texas.
1: Yeah, you don't use a pay-per-view to plug
0: another pay-per-view. Well, nowadays, I guess you don't. But back then, we didn't know. I was so excited for Tuesday in Texas, another pay-per-view. As a kid, this was the most exciting thing for me. Like an adult fan, I probably would have been pissed. But what I don't understand is what people get pissed about. You saw you got to see Ric Flair wrestle Virgil, probably the first and only time ever. Because Ric Flair's team with the Million Dollar Man, the Warlord, and the Mountie took on Roddy Piper's team with Virgil, British Bulldog, and Bret Hart. It's the only time you'll ever see Ric Flair wrestle Virgil. <laughs> it's great. And Ric Flair, it's I think it's the first time you ever saw Ric Flair wrestle Bret Hart, which was also amazing. Uh so, of course, this was the first time they moved to Thanksgiving Eve. Um, I don't know why, like, Bruce wasn't working for the company at Bruce Pritchard. So they haven't done something to wrestle with for 1991. So I don't know why. Um, I guess um, uh, they did a house show in Canada uh, Thanksgiving Day. And um, most of the wrestlers, except. Hulk Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter are also on this house show and they were in Detroit. So it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that far. So I guess that's, I guess that's why I don't know why. Uh, I remember there being a gaff, in the, so I would always buy WWE magazine from, uh, the white supermarket on Friday nights. And it was like the one magazine I'd read. And I remember, when uh, I, I think it was like a summer issue and it said um, the Survivor Series would uh, have a grand finale battle of Survivors at the end. Like they did the year prior with Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior on Tito Santana. They never did. They didn't do it. They decided to, we're going to accent. Don't tell the magazine. You know, because that shit goes to print way earlier than uh, they decide things. So, you know when when Ric Flair came to WWF, he had the big gold belt with him? I recall. So, uh, I guess the whole uh, story behind that was he was fired um, by Jim Hurd, uh, the vice president of WCW. And uh, he, at the time, had the big gold belt, which he put a personal $25,000 deposit on. WCW refused to pay Flair back for his deposit and Flair decided to take the belt to WWF with him ah. calling himself the real world's champion and he had that belt on the show all the time and it, for me I, I didn't get anything. I didn't get contracts. I didn't get anything. It just confused the shit out of me. Um, so uh, WCW sued Flair and WWF like if you watch the 91 Rumble, I'm sorry, the Survivor Series they blur out and black out the belt. You can't see it. And uh, last night when I was watching, I'm like, that doesn't look like the belt. So I looked it up. I go, what belt did Ric Flair have? 91 Survivor Series. He was just using a tag team, a WWF tag title. Since they blurred it out, he wasn't allowed to use. Like the the, the the case was settled. He gave the belt back. He got his money back. But he, they still had the, that this storyline going. So they just gave him a, like a WWF tag title, and that's what he held up as his big gold belt. Because at one point, I'm like, that doesn't look like the WCW belt. <laughs> also, they're advertised Ricky Steamboat the, and the Dragon. And see, this always confused me again as a kid. Because as a kid, you don't know. like you, I would rent tapes of the WrestleManias from Blockbuster constantly. So I knew mm-hmm. Ricky Steamboat. And then they brought him back in. But they called him the Dragon. They never mentioned Steamboat. They never mentioned that he was a one-time Intercontinental Championship They never mentioned anything about him. They just kind of acted like he was a new wrestler, which they did with a lot of guys. And he was supposed to be on Hacksaw's team, but I guess he got pissed at McMahon or something and walked, and they just replaced him with El Matador, Tito Santana, who last year was just Tito Santana. So it was kind of confusing with the character changes back then. I didn't know any better. And then Hercules wound up on this show because Big Bully Busick was... um, I think he quit the company and he was supposed to be on the team with, with Colonel Mustafa, uh, who was Iron Sheik. And it was post Sergeant Slaughter's Iraqi gimmick, but he was still the Iraqi sympathizer. So mm-hmm. it was Iron Sheik and Skinner and the Berserker. A weird team. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people were apparently uh, ra- uh, supporting The Undertaker, and there's a lot of under. This was his first full year in the company. Second year, mm-hmm. it was a year for a year. He was premier of the year. And Hogan's popularity with everyone but me was waning. And there was a lot oh. of Undertaker signs, and they took them all. And uh, when he won the belt, spoilers, from tombstoning Hogan's head into Ric Flair, who slid the chair into the ring. He, at the time, became the youngest WWF champion ever at 26 years and eight months. Uh, Yokozuna, I think, took that from him. When he won a 93 against uh, Brad Hart. Um, And so I was watching last night and it looked like Hogan was hurt because they came out and he was like, he looked pissed. So I Googled it and apparently he really tweaked his neck on that tombstone, even though you could tell he doesn't hit the chair at all. Hmm. Uh, He was fine. uh, And he went on to perform a few days later. But this is why I think the Survivor Series 1991 is one of the most important Survivor Series everywhere, ever. In the even though Gorilla Monsoon didn't know what the fuck was happening, the <laughs> Rockers and Bushwhackers versus the um, uh, Nasty Boys and Heavenly Bodies set up the start of the end of the Rockers with Marty Jannetty trying to power slam Brian Knobbs and his face, uh, um, kicking. No, I'm Jerry Saggs. And Jerry Saggs kicking Michaels in the face, allowing Brian Knobs to roll him up and eliminate him, which caused a fight. Monsoon didn't realize he got pinned and said he just walked out on his opponent. A few weeks later, he'd kick Marty Giannetti through the barbershop window, creating the beginning of HBK, one of the most famous, decorated, and important wrestlers to ever and characters to ever grace the business. And one of my personal favorites. You know that. Oh, yeah. HBK is, is is the best. But that, that all started at this uh, Survivor Series. And, of course, the buys dropped by 25%. So 1990 was the high water Mark at 400,000 buys. And that ran an eight-year um, highest buy rate ever. It wasn't until 1998, after the Attitude Stone Cold Air, that Survivor Series ever did, Uh, That good a business again. Um, But 1991, it started the Tuesday in Texas, which had Macho taking on um, Jake the Snake. It had Roddy Piper taking on Ric Flair. It had Undertaker getting his ass whooped by the Hulkster, rightfully so, with Jack Tony ringside to make sure no shenanigans happen, winning the belt back. I don't know. I stick up for '91, and and if it wasn't for that, we never would have got HBK. I
1: you can, all right, yeah, you put a nice
0: bit of polish on that. I just, yeah, I just stood up for Survivor Series 1991. If you have WWE Network, go back and give it a watch, just for the first match to see Virgil wrestling the best in the business <laughs> ever, the one of the worst wrestlers in the business wrestling arguably one of the best oh come on i mean rick was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> here that is was, that was weak oh, yeah it was it was it was good it, it was, was good was... here's your next everyone experience. knew what i did there we'd get because virgil sucks <sighs>
2: Waterfalls are the wacky water games you fill up then play all day. Whoa, 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 waterfalls. Give the buzz a push. Whoa, 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 waterfalls. And watch them make a big whoosh. I'm a star at Star Wars. I'm Tic Tac terrific. Whoa, whoa, waterfalls, waterfalls. we Waterfalls, and Pocket Waterfalls, all from Milton Bradley.
0: It's the same voice as the guy doing the G.I. Joe commercials. He just doesn't sound so menacing. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um... Ah, waterfalls. Uh and sure that commercial was presented by Milton Bradley. They, you know, like everyone else, licensed the shit out of like everything that was available. Uh this was also a Tomi uh production. Uh just like uh Run Yourself Ragged. And I was thinking about this for a while and these were on my list for quite some time. Like before ah, God, I don't wanna go on that soapbox like the old man soapbox, but like this was a form of entertainment, like on the road.
0: Yeah, they're also in, like, what you had. dentist's office.
1: Yeah, like, you appreciated the shit out of this if you were bored. Uh, and and I love the, and they were so frustrating. And I wouldn't even play them to, like, even actually try to beat the game because I knew I never could. I just like pushing the button. It felt kind of good making a little water jet go up, get the little bubbles going. And the ring sometimes did what you wanted them to, but generally didn't. Sometimes. They never did. I was god awful at it. Uh, Tic tac toe, I think, was even worse, maybe. Uh, I, I could, because they'd end up like falling back out. Uh, there were some basketball ones I remember. Uh, our, our neighbor had that, and I would play it um, all the time. Uh, it was an, an older one, and it was actually a, a, like a two player game, and there were two baskets, and the jets were kind of, they were angled and they would fall in like these little trenches. When you push the button, you could like, you could shoot the ball up and try to get in the opponent's net. And they would have to hit their little air jet, to try to like block you and then hit it in, the, into your net. Right. It was a fun little game. Um, there's even a Ninja Turtle version of it. Um,
0: but yeah, this is one of those things where it, it, I had the Ninja Turtle. It was getting the rings around Raphael's size. Oh, well, they made a, a basketball one, too. I had one of the Ninja Turtle waterfalls. Okay, cool.
1: Oh, they were okay, so, like, it was a ring toss, but a Ninja Turtle-themed one? Yes. And it was, like, green plastic instead of red. Yeah. Um, these just bring back warm, fuzzy memories. And in a time where now you just kind of whip out your phone and you, you stare at it, and, uh, you know, like, this was... If if you had the if you were on a road trip and you had this, uh, this was the closest you could get to not being with your thoughts for a moment at time, uh, and for a moment because you would uh, lose. Excluding
0: trip. Game Boy in the daylight.
1: Excluding Game Boy in the daylight, yeah, but there were times you know you never know you run out of battery, or you just uh, your eyes just hurt too yeah. much to play anymore, um, yeah, and then and then or you, you, you rich kids out. with a
0: Turbo sixteen or a Game Gear. <laughs> And plenty of batteries.
1: Yeah, and plenty of battery. Uh yeah, here's a car battery and just some <laughs> jumper cables, Just hot wire it right in here. Yeah, if Game Gear like they should have made like a an alternator for game gear.
0: Uh like for road trips, you know? There just like um alligator clamps, you could have just clamped it to your car's battery system. <laughs> yeah, but you're an A C converter road
1: at night. Your dad's driving, and all of a sudden the lights just start dimming and flickering. But don't worry, the Game Gear is working, kids. Okay. Game Gear is working fine. Um, yeah, these, these were always fun. Um, you can still go get one now? Go get yourself some waterfalls. Uh, it just whoa, 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 and, whoa, whoa, and frustrate waterfalls. the shit out of yourself. Yeah. Um, there's really not much more to like i I was planning on doing like a whole thing on waterfalls, and then the more and more I did my research I'm like no, that's uh they're just, what it is. just it's it's a f- they are what they are they are what they are it's and I don't know well kids if if I get one one of these for my kids would she look at it and go, what the hell is this? um she better not? Or, or, will she have interest in it? Are we are we too far gone from the simplicities of things like uh, waterfalls?
0: I don't think so. No, not at all. No. Well, that, that gives me hope. Um, is that all you have on waterfalls? That's all I got. Waterfalls. Waterfalls. Don't water go foals. chasing waterfalls. Water oh, I don't know any other. You get the rings on the little spiky things. I know that you're gonna be bored with this in no time at all.
1: <laughs> That's good. Thank you.
0: Oh, that was all. That was worth it right there. Well, I'm a, was a bit of an artist. Uh, all right, here is my next uh, thankful item. Mm. With Hank Hill's famous smoked turkey. Mmm, what can I bring this year, Hank? You, you, straws? Uh,
2: well, Bill, we're, uh, and, and by we, I mean me, my family, and this turkey, we're all going to Montana for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, yeah. See, Peggy and her mom don't always get along. And now so and I am I'm thankful for King of the Hill Thanksgiving episodes, which sometimes I only count two. But I count many, because there, there were a lot of episodes themed around Thanksgiving. The first of which is Nine Pretty Darn Angry Men. Um, Hank's hosting Thanksgiving. And Cotton just shows up out of nowhere when it's his mom's turn to come over for Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, okay. I remember. Yeah.
0: And the next day on Black Friday, they're supposed to go to six malls over Texas. And Peggy's like planning it and up all night clipping coupons. She winds up falling asleep, getting her her shoe repaired, and it, they're 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 uh, in a focus group for a mason mower. And a um, uh, con comes in. He's a dick, but uh, you know Hank finally defends his mom. But that starts on Thanksgiving, and then the next one is uh, a Hanksgiving, which is the clip I played for you, and that's um. Hank is uh, uh, going to Peggy's mom in in Montana and he's smoking a a turkey to take there. And the plane won't allow him to take the um, propane with him. And then he has to check the turkey and they think it's a bomb because the dogs are sniffing it. Then they blow the turkey up. Then they get stranded in the airport because it rained and everything. It's something you could really relate for. And they have to spend Thanksgiving essentially in the airport. Another one is... um, uh, what's the one? Uh, spin the choice, where uh, H- Hank is like excited for Bobby to carve the turkey this year, but uh, Joseph uh, uh, John Redcorn wants to impart some of his history on what you would believe would be his real son, but his Dale's son um, mm. Joseph. So he's telling Bobby instead, hoping he'll tell Joseph. So Bobby. Like, protests Thanksgiving and has a a, a tr- true Native American Thanksgiving with a a, a head of a human because he says are cannibals. And meanwhile, Peggy makes up this spin-the-choice game trying to pick the best things out of uh, game shows that people like. And um, that's a good one. And then there's one um, where Bobby... Goodbye, Normal Jeans, where Bobby's in Home and he accidentally bleaches and ruins... Uh, Hank's jeans, and Peggy gets, like, jealous because he fixes him and becomes really good at home and cooking and and house-making, and, like, he decides to cook Thanksgiving dinner, and this might be my favorite of all of them because there's one scene where he makes good caramel popcorn, and they watch, they they, uh, because of the weather, they are able to pick up the San Antonio news. It's just, like, a nice moment (laughs) between Bobby and Hank. But, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, King of the Hill really treated Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving's a holiday, like, meant for Hank Hill. Like, all-American, watching the Dallas Cowboys, carving the turkey.
1: That that real traditional kind of stuff. Real
0: traditional. And Cowboys, you know. It's meant for for Hank Hill. So I am thankful that the King of the Hill writers... And the funny thing is, some of these episodes, especially... um, uh, the Happy Thanksgiving or, 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 I think uh, Nine Angry Men written by Paul Lieberstein who played Toby on um, The Office oh he is the brother-in-law to Greg Daniels who was with a co-creator with Mike Daniels on uh, King of the Hill and it was the creator of The Office Paul Lieberstein, Toby was a writer on King of the Hill before he became famous for being Toby oh shit yeah you learn something new every day folks a little tidbit of information for you squeezer you ready for your last thankful item oh
1: wow are there already
0: yeah we're here we're there
1: oh look at that here
0: we go with
1: EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Get cool reviews, secret codes, tips, game maps, and previews like American Sammy's Wanderers from Ease, Thrilling adventure and graphics for play on Super NES. EGM, excellent. This excellent TV offer is only available by calling 808-GAMERS. Get four issues of EGM plus one of these guides and his tips book free. Pay by check or pay by credit card now and get a bonus tip sheet free. Call
0: 808-GAMERS. That's 808-GAMERS. 808 what? GAMERS. Whoa your audio potted way too hot. Oh, sorry. Gamers.
1: Gamers. Gamers. Um, there was a time where you just couldn't go on the the internet and look at video game shit. Like, in any way whatsoever. It didn't exist. Or if it did, it was very, very basic. Right. Um, the the entire community, like, I mean, half of the sites that I just kind of pop around on over the course of the day, uh... Part of, if not, the majority of their coverage is based in video games. Um, and there was a, none of that existed in that whole community and like or like reddit. Now, like, I'm um, you know, I'm on so many reddit pages just of people just obsessing about one particular game. There's an entire community built around that. <clears throat> and there was a time where we didn't have that, and the closest you can get was, your video game magazines. If you wanted your fix, because n- now you can go on Twitch. Like I don't, because I was. I'm in the same position now as I was then. I am not a um uh what's the word I'm looking for uh volume gamer. Like I didn't. I I picked one or two games. I didn't have a lot of games. You know, I right. only got to play like one or two like new ones. Like, right. You know. So now you can go on Twitch and like, all right, I'm just I'll go check it out, and you can just watch people play video games. That's a thing, you know. You can go just go and watch. Um, and back then you couldn't do that, and the closest you can get were just pictures in magazines.
0: And uh, there would be Long you know, maps. Art- those I, lo- I used to love those the um, ads. No, the the maps uh, of like the, oh, the, the dungeons maps, yeah. from like Final Fantasy and Zelda. Oh,
1: for games that I didn't even own or play.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you just go through them and just and study all the power-ups and you yeah. Didn't, yeah.
1: yeah. All, all the tips and stuff and and then, you know, the the reviews in there too, and I know EGM they used to do like
0: a three-person review, which I always liked. I mean, I was I was mainly a Nintendo Power fan, but sure. as we started branching into the 90s, I'd I'd uh, my, my buddy Matt down the street would get a lot of the gaming magazines. His uncle would get the magazine and give them to him. Mm-hmm. And we'd have tons of old magazines. We'd just sit down there and just go through them. Yeah. Uh, EGM,
1: or Electronic Gaming Monthly, um, that's still going strong. And like they, they even changed their format up this year to more... <sighs> rather than try and compete with everyone else as doing their own little reviews, they're going deep with like the hard journalism of it. Uh, almost like a 60 minutes of video games. Now, you know, like long form, right. Uh, where you're going to invest in, uh, in, in an article, uh, which I, I think might be a smart play. Cause you can go anywhere else for, just go on YouTube and have, see some guy playing it and give his review. And, uh, so for someone to, you know, get a little more, uh, nuance, uh, to your articles, uh, may, I think that might be a good thing. Right. Uh, I, I would just grab whatever was even available, whatever kind of, I wasn't necessarily loyal to EGM, uh, or EGM2, um, uh, GamePro, uh, was an option right. back in the day. Right. Uh, PSM which was the PlayStation magazine well I had a PlayStation so for I was a while I was, yeah you know, I was I was out at that point yeah yeah there was there was no reason for you to get that whereas uh I wouldn't there was no reason for me to get a Nintendo power but god damn it sometimes it was just cool to look at pictures of Donkey Kong you know because mm-hmm. just Donkey Kong uh, Donkey Kong 64 just was just rendered so beautifully it kind of just want pictures of him. Um, you no, know, so there was a Sega Magazine, also that was a Sega, Sega Saturn Magazine, um, for a while then, too. Uh, it was just, and they had, what's funny is all the little communities and all the, the variety that you have online now, um, was there. Like, there was even sections of, like, fan art, where now, like, you know, people, do their own drawings and stuff you post it online either you throw it on instagram or you are on reddit or even you know legit not legit but you know professional like media style sites they post it too they got their own little categories for that but there was a thing you'd write it you draw your picture and you'd send it in you know and you could get picked and you'd be in the in the magazine or uh even, like, cosplay stuff, stuff like that was in there. And all these little communities that you... Not even little, massive communities that you see now, they all kind of were fostered and, and grew out of the magazine culture because that was the only place you had it for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's for, for someone that didn't get to play all these games, just to get to see them uh, and just uh, to... Know to to see what was out there, and you knew the cheat codes for games you never even owned.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah,
1: Uh, because what if one
0: time you rented them or you would own them? So
1: yeah, Uh, and then yeah, you'd see a game and you'd go rent it, and and not to mention like too like the ads were just bone like it wasn't yeah like, the ads uh, were the
0: big money ticket yeah. item in there I mean now ads are annoying but back then ads were like oh you like tear them out and that'd be like your, yeah. your oh Christ- yeah. yeah yeah
1: you'd rip them out and you'd put them on your wall you'd, or you'd fold them up with...
0: and you carry them in your pocket
1: yeah and and it was cool because they would do it was the classic they do they take either like a character or like some kind of spokesperson uh, usually it was a uh, scantily clad uh somewhat animated female uh to get your attention right um and yeah this this was uh like maxim before maxim was even around <laughs> yeah you know? i guess um yeah. and and they well there's that that classic ad it's like uh, uh somewhere on this uh page there is a beautiful naked woman do you see her and all her little private parts are covered up with just screenshots of of the games <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, they, they throw, like, a celebrity or a picture on, and then there'd just be little, uh, little like, pips of, you know, gameplay yeah. uh, that, that you'd get a, a chance to look at. And sometimes that's all you got a taste of, and then you had to use your imagination. Sometimes man. that's all you need at that age.
0: Uh, well, that, I'm, I was talking about the game. Oh, she's balls. My goodness. She had her head buried. Ah, That's not healthy Wait. cat food. Oh, Schmuffin's eating cheese balls. She's eating my planner's cheese balls. Yeah. Oh, I bet she's licking her paws. That a girl, are Schmuffin. Um, yeah, I completely that the the zine culture was very big. Uh, and as you got older, you would start getting different magazines. Like I was like in like uh, I can't even tell you all the weird magazines I would get.
1: And and well, there is a time too, like. When we were in, especially like when we were in college, like early two thousands, there were just so many.
0: I, yeah, the, I, zines, I, I, the like zine, the scene, was, man, hell yeah.
1: Yeah, that was like the pinnacle of it. And then the internet came and it's like, no,
0: nope, we're nope. done with you. Magazines are done. Paper.
1: What is paper?
0: <laughs> Good pick. Uh, you ready to close it out? Uh, let's do it. to it, Lars. I have a question. Did you ever see Creed two? Uh, no I still haven't seen it <laughs> so last I was listening to last year's podcast
1: did you tell me to go see it and I no, was going
0: to you were like I, I'm definitely I'm this week I got my <laughs> ticket I'm promising because we talked about Rocky and I want to revisit Rocky so here's this clip because it's pretty fun
2: <laughs> my name is Tarago. I'm a fighter from the Soviet Union. I fight all my life, and I never lose. Soon, I fight Rocky Balboa, and the world will see his defeat. Soon, hmm. the whole world will know my name. <coughs>
0: So, you know, I'm an unabashed fan of the Rocky movies. I think if you're in this area, you have to be.
1: Yeah. and May, may I say, real quick... Yes. We, we shit on old movie trailers
0: because they don't know what they were doing back then. But that one was perfect. That was a work of art. Yeah, it was. With, with Dra- it, that wasn't even the movie. It was something they shot no. specifically for uh, mm-hmm. the VHS release of like, Gremlins and a few other movies. It was Drago... Uh, all like sweated down in front of uh, 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 the Soviet flag, and then it was um, a Rocky, and it was all stuff. It w- none of it was in the movie. It was all shot just for a trailer, and you're you're completely right. Squeeze it. Perfect. It was a work of art, um, which I, I, in my opinion, Rocky Four was working. It's the first Rocky movie my dad took us to see in the theaters, the uh-huh. weekend of. My mom went shopping on Black Friday, and my dad took me and my brother to see Rocky Four in the theaters. I was probably too young, but I was so excited because I love Rocky. Um, Rocky Four is probably my favorite Rocky movie. Uh, I think it's most people who are really into. And I listen if you love the Drago storyline, Creed Two is so fucking good. And oh, I get,
1: I'm definitely gonna check it out.
0: That's how. We, that's how we spent last Thanksgiving because Creed. Creed followed the steps of Rocky and coming out on Thanksgiving. I don't know why Rocky has always been a Thanksgiving movie. We talked about this last year. So Mm -hmm. there's a Thanksgiving scene in the first Rocky movie and the second Rocky movie. Most of them, except like three, I think came out during Thanksgiving. And Creed 1 and 2 also came out during Thanksgiving weekend. And there's always like Rocky marathons on like PIX or TNT or Spike TV, which are all now defunct, uh, during... And now they're one through uh, five are all on Netflix, so uh, I'm, that's how I, I plan on spending. I'm definitely gonna fire up Rocky two because I know Enchantress just like rock, watched Rocky one last night because she's watching all the Best Picture winners, <clears throat> and uh, she's seen it before, but she watched it again. I love Rocky. I could watch them all anytime, even even five, even six. five, yeah, even five. Wow. wow. Cause five, I get what he was trying to do and I still like it, but, um, the creeds, the creed one is great, but creed two is so fucking good. It's to me, it's like the Rocky four of creed movies. Oh, and it's technically Rocky eight. It's the eighth Rocky movie. Like, uh, that's why I think like Rocky is like what, like, this is like, if you want to like stick your flag in the ground and say, this is American cinema, like yeah, James Bond, there's other there, but there's there's Godzilla movies. In American cinema, there's fucking Rocky movies. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might have 9 Star Wars, but I mean there's 8 movies with the same storyline with the same actor. Like this is this is American cinema in my opinion, the Rocky movies. This is Philadelphia. This isn't a long time in a fucking galaxy far, far away shot in Britain. So, fuck it. You can't even count Star Wars. They shot most of them in England with English actors.
1: Yeah, or uh, um, Africa.
0: Yeah, or in Africa. And uh, Nor- Norway, where I have the jacket.
1: Uh, yeah, Hoth.
0: Hoth. But, but Rocky was shot in L.A. and fucking Philadelphia and sometimes in Russia... Because you have to beat the shit out of the Russians to prove that you're truly American. But last year, during the Rocky sequences, when you brought up your affinity for the fig butter, and you had me cracking up. So was that really a year ago? That was that. That was the show last year, and I still get
1: um, ads, like uh, Amazon ads. For the, the butter. Like, he butter pump shit and all that stuff. It you never, still You, popped you never up bought there. it, did you? No, no, it's.
0: It I might <laughs> get a few. Me. Me. I might get you a gallon of fake butter for Christmas and a butter warmer. <laughs> Just because you made me I'm thankful for you and you made me uh-huh. laugh so hard last year. And I'm thankful for this show. And I'm thankful for all the Radomaniacs and the Rad ears fans who listen every week to us talk about nonsense. i'm sure you agree squeezer i do thank you buddy and thank you thank you
1: thank you for for, uh saying hey you're doing a podcast with me all right cool (laughs) yeah sure
0: all right uh i thought it was
1: gonna be you know we do one here one there and uh you know every week three years later uh yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get too weepy and sentimental, but it's been uh, fun. And we it's we- it's been it's I truly enjoy uh, doing this, and I'm I am thankful for it, and I'm thankful for everything you do on this show because you uh, I I'm just along for the ride. I I come yeah. up, my read some old stuff, and I make some jokes, but this is all you.
0: We're we're a team, Squeezer, and without the team, without the team, without the listeners. Without you, this wouldn't exist, and um, I, I'm trying. I, I know everyone wants more YouTube content. I'm we're we're both trying. I'm gonna. Tr- I, I have some planned. I got. Well. I, I spent a lot of money buying new toys. I got YouTube content planned and like set out. Uh, I've got blog posts ready. I'm ready for this summer. I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for the new year. It's uh, not even winter yet. Yeah, I don't care. I'm ready for next summer. I'm do ready. You feel for- like? Because I, I felt like I dropped the ball this summer. Well, this summer was kind of like life changing for all of us at work. Yeah. So, next summer hopefully won't be, and I'll be able to spend more time doing great content. And Squeezer and I are going to be back every week. We'll be back next week with our first Christmas episode of the new oh, year. Shit. And we have Christmas episodes up until Christmas. And they're all planned, and you guys are going to love it. So make sure to tune in next week. Until then, have a wonderful, happy, safe, and full-bellied Thanksgiving. Right, Squeezer?
1: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. We love you, and that's the thing we're most thankful for, that you guys listen every week, uh, and we couldn't be happier to keep doing this every week for you. So we'll be back next week with more Rad on I'm Mark Kay.
1: I'm Squeezer!
0: We'll